Hello everyone and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. I don't think that I'm a lightweight, but sometimes after half a beer, I start slurring my words. I think it is a salivatory. Is that, the, is that enough? One too many syllable, perhaps? Um, it's about my saliva glands. I think that's what's going on. More so than... Uh, Slurring, although I might be a mumbler. So if I take the time to speak, you know, whose loss is it anyway? Does that make sense? Got Casey a present I can talk about that she was just looking at. What's the company? Graza? Olive oil? She'd sent me it and I was like, oh. She was like, oh, this would be cool. And I was like, yeah, it would. <laughs> Sometimes, I don't know, I just wonder, like, there are things you should just buy if you like it. But you, we see so much. We're inundated by stuff through ads so often that you become not just desensitized to the concept of advertising, but also any product you get shown. Dude, an example is the bike. The Eventon bike, we get ads for it every day now, incessantly, every YouTube video. And it's like, dude, we got one. You already sold us. You're crazy, right? Um, the Graza olive oil duo. I, I think that there, are, it makes me want to talk about a lot of things. We usually just reach for the very cheapest olive oil. It's probably not even olive oil, right? It's probably just disguised. I hope it is. I hope it's really olive oil. You never know. We're not buying it in bulk. If we were buying a vat of the cheapest oil, I would maybe be more suspect. But it's just a, it's a bottle like you get. It's a normal one. You'd see it at someone's house and you'd be like, oh yeah, it's olive oil. So I hope. Do we live in a high trust enough society or am I being naive with those sorts of things? Same with any kind of advertisement. Now, the points being, do you get things direct to consumer for quality? Because they acknowledge that, hey, we're cutting out the middleman, you and I. <laughs> We spent a little bit more in advertising, but we targeted that advertising and we reached you. Would you like a pair of $200 jeans for $90 in three months? I said yes. You know, I was wearing those jeans I was wearing yesterday. I was like, these fit in the crotch too tight. Is it because they're low cut and I'm trying to wear them like they're mid-rise or something? I don't think. I think maybe it's just my size over the years. They never stretched that way. The um, olive oil thing. It was a spe it was $80, a big olive oil and a medium olive oil, I'd say and two oven mitts that were these designer oven mitts. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of worth it. You know what I mean? Like you can get a $5 oven mitt. You can get a $6 olive oil. 
So you get the cheapest things and you're talking 25 to $30 worth of the cheapest stuff. There's definitely a premium for this, but what kind of premium is it? Dude, our other, our, our other oven mitt was the Bobo's oven mitt, which we collected boxes upon boxes of Bobo's and then cut off their mark. Sent it by mail or took picture of it. You would have thought, but they were like, no, we don't need to mail it. <laughs> Just send a picture. So, Bobo's were notoriously expensive. And the box was what, six bucks? On average, more? Who even remembers? But you had to get like 10 of them. So that one oven mitt, plus all the Bobo's that we ate, costs as much as like, yeah, okay, here's some nice olive oil. Let's give that a try. Let's try nice olive oil. We used to go into like olive oil stores and they'd be like, oh, this is infused. And like, they'd try and sell you $80 bottles of olive oil. We've all been there. This is two bottles of olive oil and two oven mitts. It seemed like a deal enough to be a justifiable present. It was presented as like a Christmas concept. And I was just like, Christmas is two months away in my mind. <laughs> this is a limited edition thing. This is like, they're trying to get it out there. So let's just make her, let's just get her done. So it worked out. Excited to try it. We kind of did. We mixed it into our salad tonight. It was a recipe that we tried for red bean curry rice. And then we used the leftovers with spinach and this olive oil as a salad. And yeah, it seemed good. I mean, I, did I get the, there were a lot of flavors. I didn't pick up the olive oil, if I'm gonna be honest, but I wasn't exactly chuggling it. And back to the consumerism of these things. They also offer a subscription. I think it's a customizable subscription where they'd be like, hey, we will just send you our olive oils however frequently for X amount, depending on. And I guess that would be fine, right? If you did appreciate it. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder like with these kinds of direct to consumer things, if you're a wine connoisseur, dude, with records, I don't know. I've had a lot of fun with this kind of stuff. We talk about it a lot. We were going over the MSNBC or was it Bloomberg? It might've been Bloomberg, but there was something that we watched about the expansion of Amazon. I watched it twice to show Casey and I would pause and look, you know, cause I was just like, this is wild. Did I podcast after, did I talk about the spot thing last night? I'm sure I did. So yeah, the Amazon thing, that happened in our lifetime, really. That was a, our era was that kind of defined by Amazon. I lived, especially living remote, where you really couldn't get cool stuff in my town. Walmart came when I was a late teenager, about to leave our town. And until then, you'd have to road trip to get like anything special other than groceries. But like clothing, you'd have to drive pretty far. 
especially to get anything but Walmart clothing or TJ Maxx. So Walmart came along and it was like, wow, or Amazon, sorry. Amazon came along and I was like, okay, compared to Walmart, at least I can get cool stuff on this. Yeah, I can get a video game disc at Walmart. That was their own that was their advantage for me then, but Amazon came along and now that whole thing is redundant anyway. Just download games. So When are the groceries going to be actually something that you want delivered like that? I can't trust myself to pick out tomatoes. Something that I was telling Casey, I saw a Reddit post that FedEx was trying to poach American Airlines pilots by offering them $250,000 sign-on bonuses to come on to be a, a pilot for freight. And in the discussions on the post, there were a bunch of guys being like, well, you know, you'd have to fly overnight. That's like overnight flying. Being weird hours really kills your social life. And in my mind, being a pilot would kill your social life. Like how you do, you're going on a flight every day. How do you not, how, how do you have a social life? Sometimes two flights. You must take two flights a day. You're a pilot. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You're not going to have a social life anyway, right? It's just weird hours. So there's so many things that are weird hours. But yeah, flying at night would be especially weird. And there were people being like, oh, the hotels they put you up in. It's everyone else's morning time to get out. And you're in the hotel trying to sleep. You're using a hotel for the daytime. And that doesn't work out with like, you know, good luck with that, basically. A quarter million dollars. Sign on. If you could go, oh, how long do I have to stay? You know what I mean? You just do that. Just put that money into anything, dude. Put that money into Bitcoin. Bitcoin hit a new 52-week high today. It went over $36,000, almost $37,000. So that's kind of crazy. It went back down pretty quick, but not that far. Not that far down. I think people just saw that and sold. So it was regular. But cool. So the consumerist thing of the olive oil ordering it, I've done that with jeans, like I was saying. Amazon changed the game. I, I wonder what else. Things that are subscription. The vinyl me, please. I enjoyed that, but it was pretty wasteful. Because some of the things, like, these now exist forever, and it wasn't for me. I should bring it to the store and sell it? No. I mean, it was a nice gift, technically, from somebody. But I don't know if I'm going to listen to Big Bill Boozy. You know what I mean? 1930s blues. That's not something that, yeah, I listened to it once. Some of them you'd listen to twice. But I'm that way with most records, to be honest with you anyway. But compare that to the ones we've been sent that were food that you always eat the entirety of. 
If you were like a wine of the month club, that's a good present. Would you subscribe to the same wine every month? Send me three bottles every month. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of the same wine. And that's kind of what the olive oil thing is. It's like if you care enough, I don't know. There's certain stuff like, yeah, if I really liked wine or beer, I'd like going to the store and picking out one each time. But I'd also appreciate getting it in the mail. Randomly. Until you don't. We used to have too loose of a beer buying attitude and we'd get like the oyster stout. And you'd like take a sip and gag. And you're just like, damn it. That was $12. <laughs> this had to come across the world to be here. And I don't like it. <laughs> uh, but I did appreciate being able to buy beer like that in Atlanta. I missed that. And I don't know if it was just pre-COVID or what. Like, where's the cool, crazy beer here? If we had a higher-ranged car, would we just drive to Denver to go to a crazier beer shop? Damn, dude. That's what we need driverless cars for, though, for real. No more drinking and driving. That was a thing of the past. I also saw one of those like MSNBC things where the lady was going around in Cruz and Waymo, comparing them, talking to people in San Francisco on the fire chief level. And uh, it's kind of crazy because they were really, they were like, there have been over 75 incidents with GM's crews since they really went full throttle. And it's like, well, statistically, is that a problem? Like, San Francisco has a lot of incidents per day. How, what time period are we talking about that 75 is even statistically noteworthy? Did you have 10,000 incidents? In that same time period, and 75 of them were the problem of a GM cruise. But GM cruise is going tanking, doing bad. They're like pulling it back. They're like failing. And none of these things ever talk about Tesla full self-driving. Where I've you you can watch video of dudes driving around San Francisco. Elon Musk himself with an error granted. Other people have errors in it as well, but you can watch them drive around San Francisco. And GM Cruise and Waymo as well. And I think they do fine. But this lady rode in them and was like, okay, Waymo was chiller. GM, we got honked at several times. And the reason I was even reminded of this is because there were a lot of nags in the interface where it would be like, you know, put on your seatbelt, put on your seatbelt, like that kind of stuff. You'd roll the window down and a message would come up that would be like, stay inside the vehicle. Keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle. And I guess that's a big story. I guess this is why we come here, right? For these deep dives. Intellectual salad, these kinds of whole balanced diets of knowledge. Everything but sports. GM, 
Cruz failing compared to Waymo. They're pulling back. It was nagging them. Apparently, in Europe, there are these new safety standards, which, for instance, the car has to beep at you if you're exceeding the speed limit. Lane centering, beeping if you're you know going out of your lane. And we've seen that over the years, of course, become more and more common. I remember my mom got a Cadillac that the seat would vibrate when you'd leave your lane or get near the side of your lane, which in the mountains was incredibly annoying. And that's been the theme of a lot of reviews lately of these new European cars, where they're just saying like, wow, it's very annoying how often this beeps at you for going one mile an hour over the speed limit. And it's just not easy to disable that. Those kinds of comments. Reviewing cars and saying, hey, a great feature of this car is it lets you disable this safety feature with a button press. And it's like, okay, is that on the level of letting you disable the passenger airbag because you have a baby's little carriage or whatever in it. So you turn off the airbags because that's what you're supposed to do, supposedly. Or like, what? You have a dog in your seat, so you turn off the... I don't know. Why would I do that? I wouldn't. I'd get in the car now, and I'd expect all the automatic stuff. I don't need a button to turn off certain airbags. That's silly. So, that being said, it also the rumor is that manufacturers who are making the cheapest cars are just not trying to adhere to those safety standards as much. That they're like, whatever. We're not going to waste engineering hours double-checking those things. That's how I took it. Not seeking the highest level rating. You know, like you can get crash test safety rating and it's like, how high can you get? It's set up to like a five star, is, is standard for the last 20 years. You know, like a bad one is a four star. So it's like, it was made in the day where there were apparently were some one stars. <laughs> you know what I mean? But now everything's a five star. So when you add on top of that, hey, we want this and there's level one, two, three, and four. We watched a Grand Designs episode last night that I thought was kind of kindred to ours. But... It was new construction where we were remodel. Theirs was a gigantic structure. Ours is teeny. And they were seeking Passive House Plus certification where they were going to produce four times as much energy on their solar tiles as their house used. And that was the other crazy thing. It was a black house with solar shingles like ours. So it was interesting to see. Their budget was like six times higher than ours, you know? And they never finished. The episode ended with them unfinished. And it was, it was interesting to see. But a big theme of it was that they spent so many man hours, engineering time, review, high dollar hours, paying people to be on site and care. And very carefully do things. 
And at what point, it's like, how much does that really truly matter, man? Like, you're producing four times more energy than you need. Could you have produced three times as much energy as you need for half as much money? It was just a tale of diminishing returns. And I think an analysis of our project and theirs would reveal that. Would show you, oh, it costs a million plus more money of your currency to do a giant new construction than it does to do a little remodel. But the lived, like they had a wine cellar and many guest rooms. And it was really airtight in a big house, a gym and all this kind of stuff. But it's like, damn, dude, save that money in the, and you know, but also do your thing, do your thing. I don't want to be like they did the wrong thing. It's different. It's cool. But it didn't get finished either. But it was cool that they got solar tiles. Anyway, thank you very much. Come again tomorrow.